Grand Canyon University makes earning your degree possible with over 130 academic programs for traditional campus students with more than 80 bachelor's programs offered online. GCU provides you with the personal support you need from complimentary unofficial transcript evaluations within 24 business hours to scholarships, academic support, and your GCU graduation team led by your own university counselor. Find your purpose at GCU. Private. Christian. Affordable. Visit gcu.edu. If your roof starts to leak or your floor's really squeaky, you live in a money pit. Money pit. If your basement needs a pump or your place looks like a dump, you live in a money pit. Money pit. Pick up the telephone, fix up your home sweet home. I call an 888 money pit. Coast to coast and floorboards to shingles, this is the Money Pit Home Improvement Radio Show. I'm Tom Kreitler. And I'm Leslie Segretti. On air and online at moneypit.com. Happy New Year's, everybody. We hope that you have had a great holiday season. We certainly have. It's time to put away the decorations, cart out the holiday tree, and take out the toolbox and get back to work fixing up your home. But we're here to help you do that because we are in the Money Pit prevention business. We've all got them. We love them. We consider the Money Pit a term of endearment around here. And uh, we're going to help you take care of it. Make it better. Fix it up. Expand it. Uh, decorate it. Whatever project's on your mind, we're here to help you get that done. All you got to do is pick up the phone and give us a call. The number is one eight eight eight. Money Pit. Coming up this hour, we're going to talk a little bit about preventing identity theft. It's a growing crime. It's making it harder than ever for some people to buy houses. And now criminals are getting even sneakier by stealing the identity of kids. Learn how to keep yourself and your kids safe in just a bit. Well, I guess, you know, identity is the new stealing candy from a baby. Yeah, I guess so. (laughs) Yeah, it's so easy. Why not just take it? All right. And we're also going to tell you about the one place in your house where the temperature will plummet 25 degrees just by cracking open that door. So we're going to tell you exactly where that is in just a few minutes. And in case of emergency, could the right people get access to your house? Learn how to put your address on the map literally for firefighters and police. And our guest this hour is Vern Yip. Everybody's probably super excited to hear from him. He is the star of HGTV's Deserving Design and a judge on Design Star. We're going to get some ideas on what's hot for the new year and what's not right now for your home's decor. And we're giving away a great prize this hour to those that pick up the phone and call us at one eight 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 money because one lucky listener is going to win the Snow Joe Plus. It's a snow thrower that is worth 99 bucks. It's going to save your back at the same time. The number is one eight 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 money pit 888-666-3974. Leslie, who's first? Jocelyn in Utah is looking to put her house on the market and wants to revamp her kitchen cabinets. How can we help? I have 1970s cabinets. They're really, really dark. I've started taking the varnish off. Now I don't know what else to do with them. <laughs> okay. <laughs> A friend of mine told me to the paint them and crackle, but I'm not sure I would like to resell the house, and I want the best look possible, and I don't know what type of paint. Use. All right. Are you at a point where the old cabinet is ready to accept a new treatment, or do you still need some more work there? I still, um, I'm still working on them. I have half a kitchen to go, but I'm ready to start at least on the part that's bare wood now. 
Okay. Um, crackling is a really nice effect. What you can do with a crackle paint is you would paint a base color and it can be something in a similar tone. It can be something super contrasty, like you could do a chocolate brown and then the crackle paint and then a white on top of that. So it gets an interesting sort of contrast underneath that crackle. It is a very specific look. And if you're dealing with a kitchen that sort of has a vintagey country feel, it could be very nice. I think a big trend that we're seeing in kitchen design are super light, very clean cabinets. So I think if you have an opportunity to paint the cabinets a beautiful tone of a white or a vanilla, you know, something in that off-whitish area, just to kind of make the kitchen space pop and feel bigger and feel much cleaner, I think that's going to be very successful. Plus, a neutral space is very nice. And if you're having a hard time with some of the doors, you might want to think about replacing maybe two of the doors, maybe in a key area along the line of cabinets with something that has a glass front also just to sort of break up the space and give it something a little bit more focal pointed or featurey in that line of cabinets. That sounds neat. It's a nice project, and if you take the doors off, make sure that you label everything so you know exactly which door and which door front go where, and leave the hinges on one of the items, either on the door or on the cabinet box itself. So this way you know exactly what goes where, you're not readjusting screws, you know, put some painter's tape on the backside of the cabinet door and on the inside of the cabinet box and put, like, door A so you know where things go. And okay. get it done, Jocelyn. And think of the good think of the good things about how much money you're going to save on takeout food when you get the kitchen done. I know. I'm tired of eating out. I bet. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks so much for calling us at eight 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 Money Pit. Ron in Alaska, you've got the Money Pit. What can we do for you today? Hey, I have a big problem with my home carpet. Okay. Um, you know the main trailways, and you know our hallways, and and right by you know the little eating nook that we have in our kitchen. We've wanted to change our carpet out, but it's anywhere from 5,500 to 8,900. And I need something that will take up stains out of carpet so that I don't have to replace my whole doggone house worth of carpet. Have you thought about just renting a carpet cleaner? Yeah, like a steam cleaner. Kind of doing it professionally? We have steam cleaned that stuff four or five times ourselves. Well, if you've, if you've done that, I hate to tell you, but if you've done that... That stain's set in there, then. There's no stain to remove. You're looking at probably a discoloration that could be the result of whatever spilled on there causing a chemical reaction that has physically changed the color of that carpet fiber itself. There's nothing on top yes. of it that you can pull off of it. You understand what I mean? So do you have any ideas uh, to... How about, you know, uh, re- uh, Leslie, how about redying the carpet? Yeah, um... There are kits available on the market. There's even spot dye kits where you can try to match the existing color of your carpet and just sort of work on specific stain areas. I think for you, the best bet is probably to just re-dye the entire carpet a different color. Um, okay, where, I, do you, where do you buy dye from? Where, where do you get that kind of thing from? There's a website called AmeriColor Dyes, and it's A-M-E-R-I-C-O-L-O-R-D-Y-E-S dot com. AmeriColor Dyes. You can find kits, you can find pens, you can find spot dyeing kits. They'll give you all the instructions for it. I would say try it in one room. First, just to see how you like the results and make sure that you're happy with it before you sort of tackle the entire first floor. You know, worst comes to worst, you've at least changed it for a little while longer. And, Ron, remember, okay. be careful applying that stuff. There's a reason they call it dye. Yeah. <laughs> okay? Yes. 
Thank you very much. You're welcome, Ron. Good luck with that project. Thanks so much for calling us at 888 Money Pit. You are tuned to the Money Pit Home Improvement Radio Show on air and online at moneypit.com. And now you can call in your home repair or your home improvement question 24 hours a day, seven days a week at 1-888-MONEYPIT. 888-666-3974. Now there is one place in your house where the temperature can drop 25 degrees when you simply open the door. It's a huge energy waster. We're going to tell you where that is and what to do about it next. 888-MONEYPIT. It is brought to you by Generac and the Generac Automatic Standby Generator. Be protected and never worry about power outages again. Visit your favorite home improvement center or call 888-GENERAC or visit generac.com. Your home will stay on the next time the power goes out. Now, here are Tom and Leslie. Making good homes better. Welcome back to the Money Pit Home Improvement Radio Show, where home solutions live. I'm Tom Kreitler. And I'm Leslie Segretti. Give us a call at 1-888-MONEYPIT with your home improvement question. One caller we talked to on the air this hour is going to win the Snow Joe Plus Snow Thrower, worth $99. It weighs just 12 and a half pounds and features an adjustable back-saving handle and an ergonomic design that makes snow removal a breeze. Going to go to one caller that reaches us at 1-888-MONEYPIT with their home improvement question. Yeah, give us a call, especially if you're doing some work in the kitchen and you're hoping to improve your cooking skills. Well, here is one tip that we want you to put in your pocket and use every single time you step into that kitchen. Because if you are a sneaky chef and you know who I'm talking about, you're the type of person that once you've got something in the oven, especially a roast, and I guarantee that when you were cooking for the holidays, turkeys, hams, Every few minutes, open the door, peeking in, opening the door, looking to see how it's doing. That is what the oven light is for, folks. Try to resist the urge to open the door because every single time you open your oven door just to see how the food is doing, your oven temperature is going to drop 25 degrees. Now, not only does that waste energy, it can actually result in an unevenly cooked meal. So to save energy and to make sure that you've got consistent cooking times and temperatures, keep sneak peeking to a minimum. Rely on timers, rely on thermometers, and the light to help you cook up energy savings. It's a great tip. It really will save you a ton of bucks. If you need to cook up the solution to your home improvement question, though, pick up the phone and give us a call right now at 1-888-MONEYPIT. Let's get back to the phones. Leslie, who's next? James in Kentucky, you've got the Money Pit. What can we do for you today? I've got a 1968 Buddy trailer that's semi-stuck into the house still yet. Hmm. And I'm just curious enough to call you to find out whether or not it would be worth my while to pull the rest of it out. Or James, what's a buddy trailer? It's a uh, 12 by 60 trailer. Okay. House trailer okay. that was built by Buddy. Okay. Okay. And uh, my wife bought it about 20 years ago. We've mm-hmm. been married 18 years, and I've been building on to it ever since. Okay. I've taken the frame out from underneath it, uh, and... The roof is still on it, the original roof. We, there's an A-frame over the top of it, but the original trailer roof is still in there. Okay. And there's still part of the floor there. Okay. But for the most part, the trailer's been eliminated. And we were thinking of selling our house, and I was just wondering if it would be worthwhile to take that out. Or is that going to be, I mean, it's going to be in the disclosure that it was once a trailer. Mm-hmm. Uh, I think that right now um, you're probably better off just disclosing what it is. 
unless it's there's anything is there is anything wrong with it? I mean, is it uh, is it a problem in any way? Uh, not for the most part. It's all just about brand new. Well, then I wouldn't I wouldn't disturb it. I mean, I would disclose it and let the next owner decide if it's an issue or not. But I wouldn't spend money, you know, trying to eliminate it just because maybe it wasn't built properly. If it's not been a problem and you say there's a lot of new stuff in there, I'd disclose it so you're covered and let the let the new owner decide what they want to do. Okay. Well, that's a, a real big help. All right, James. I really, we'll... I, I really like your show. Okay. Well, thanks so much. You like <laughs> you our did. show and you like our answer, huh? I love it. But uh, I thank you all very much. You're welcome, for James. my question and... It's been a big help, believe me. <laughs> All right. Thanks so much for calling us at 888-MONEY-PIT. Hey, is your house stuck in the 70s? Well, it could be like our next caller, Maureen, who is dealing with some sticky vinyl wallpaper. Welcome. I remember vinyl wallpaper. My mom had that in our kitchen. It was covered with big yellow flowers. <laughs> <laughs> okay, this wallpaper, that's what it is, big yellow flowers. Oh, almost. you probably oh. have the same wallpaper we had. <laughs> Anyway, it's vinyl wallpaper. It's in the main bathroom. The paper itself comes off. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but the glue but stays the behind. The backing yeah. of the paper and, uh, is stuck on the walls. Yeah, now have you tried any uh, wallpaper paste remover or any of that sort of thing? Oh, yes. Yeah. No, it doesn't work. doesn't work that well, does it? Have you tried, Maureen, have you tried to rent a steamer, a wallpaper steamer? No, I have not done that yet. I tell you, sometimes you just got to bring out the heavy artillery with this stuff. It's it's old, it's sticky, they don't make the glues like they used to, and it's just very hard to get off with any of the uh, you know paste remover products. So I think what you should probably do is just go right and rent the steamer. They're very inexpensive to rent. Uh, it's going to save you a lot of hours of hassle. And even when you get it all off, what you're going to have to do is you're going to have a very rough surface underneath. Even you know the best job is going to leave a very rough surface. So I want to make sure that you do two things. Number one, you want to prime that surface completely, and I would recommend an oil-based primer. And then you want to cover it with flat paint, nothing with a sheen, because if you put anything with a sheen on an uneven surface like that, it's going to show the lumps and the bumps every time the light hits it in a funny way, okay? Okay. Thank you very much. You're welcome, Maureen. Thanks so much for calling us at 1-888-MONEYPIT. Jason in Indiana is calling in about his old house, a 1940s house to be exact. Jason, how can we help you? Well, I have a, a tile that was broken when I purchased the house. And I pulled up the tile and I found that the wood underneath the tile, it used to be, I guess it used to be a hardwood floor. Okay. And the wood underneath the tile is warped. And there's several other tiles that are cracked, so I don't know if it's a good idea to just repl- you know, kind of sand that tile down and replace it or just pull up all the tiles and start from scratch. Well, i got to tell you, Jason, a 1940s house is pretty well built, and it was a great era for hardwood flooring. So if that is, in fact, what you have, while getting the tile up might be a difficult job, when you do so, if you can get uh, through that glue coat and do a real good uh, belt sanding job on that floor, and I'm talking about the real wide 12-inch belt sanders that you rent, or better yet, have somebody do it for you that works mm-hmm. with that equipment you know, every day, because if you cough while you're using it, you can put a big dent in your floor that you can't get out. <laughs> your floor is going to be two inches shorter. <laughs> right, but I mean, if that floor is in decent shape underneath all of that glue and broken tile, you're going to have a really beautiful floor, because structurally, even though you might see a little bit of a warpage, you can probably sand that right out and have a nice, clean, flat surface. All right, thank you. Yeah, you're very welcome. Yeah, give it a shot. Is that something that you've considered? Yeah, I actually didn't consider just redoing that floor, though. So I just figured just patching up the uh, tile. But that's, uh, yeah, that sounds like it'd probably be a better deal anyway. 
Well, there's another option for you. Jason, thanks so much for calling us at one eight 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 Money Pit. Pauline in New Jersey is dealing with a situation where a wall and window are coming apart. What can we do for you? Before I start, I'd like to thank you both so much for your wonderful show. Well, you're very welcome. Thanks, Pauline. You, you absolutely have explanations that are so uncomplicated that for anybody like myself who knows very little about fixing things, you make it so interesting that I just want to listen to it every week. Well, thank but, you very much. Yes, and I recommended it to other people as well. You're excellent. But okay. now I'll ask you for my, my question. <laughs> I have a side wall around a single-hung, double-pane window. Okay. It's a double window facing the front of my house in my living room. And all of a sudden, I noticed a few weeks ago stains on the side wall that frames the window, and the caulking is away from the frame of the mm-hmm. window. It's okay. On the, is... This a problem. There's no water on the sill. Mm-hmm. What kind of uh, siding do you have? Uh, vinyl. All right. Well, first of all, we want to know if there's an active leak or not. Uh, okay. Do you think it's a it's leaking, or do you think it's just? I don't. Uh, I don't know because what it is is it's not. I have a top like a transom type window right. that's mm-hmm. the very top. It's nine foot ceilings. Then I have the top window. It's a track house, so the top the top window is not a double hung. It's a single hung. The cracking is starting. On just above where the fr- where okay. it would lock. What you're explaining is normal wear and tear, normal movement inside a house. You almost always get some expansion and contraction, and the gap between the window trim and the inside wall is going to move. And so from time to time, you do need to re-caulk that. You do okay. that with a latex caulk. Latex. It's a very easy project. Yeah, don't use the silicone because it'll get real gooey on you. But basically use a latex caulk. And uh, you can use that very special caulking tool. You have five of them on each hand. Just smear it in there. Your finger. Generally, and dip your finger in some water first. Is there a special first. brand that's better than others? Well, all of the sort of the name brand latex products are good. I use DAP a lot. DAP? Okay. Yep, DAP, D-A-P. And you use yep. your finger rather than a, an instrument. That and a sponge, you know, to kind of mm-hmm. pull off the excess. Um, once you do that, that will eliminate the, uh, the draft and the gap. Uh, and then in terms of the wall itself, if you've got some discoloration there, you're always better off priming it if you don't know what that is because that gives you a neutral, reliable surface on which to apply new paint. Thank so, you again for all your help. You're wonderful, and I, and I love listening to your show. You're welcome, Pauline. Thanks, Thanks so much. much for calling us at 888-MONEYPIT. You are tuned to the Money Pit on air and online at moneypit.com. Happy New Year, folks. We have got a great first guest of 2010. Up next, we are going to learn the top three worst design mistakes from HGTV's Vern Yip. So stick around. 888-MONEY-PIT. Where home solutions live. Welcome back to the Money Pit Home Improvement Radio Show. I'm Tom Kreitler. And I'm Leslie Segretti. Pick up the phone and give us a call. We'd love to hear what you're working on. And maybe you are having some design issues with a room in your Money Pit. Well, if you are, you know the philosophy one room at a time. And well-known interior designer Vern Yip is designing his way across America. And Vern is currently the host of HGTV's feel-good design show, Deserving Design. And he just wrapped judging on season four of HGTV's Design Star. And Vern joins us now to share his design tips and much more. Hi, Vern. Welcome to the program. Hey, thanks for having me. 
So fall has got to be a really great time for designers because there's so much color outside to be inspired. Mm -hmm. What would you say are sort of your top three tips for fall trends? Well, I mean, there's so many trends going into the fall. Uh, But the ones that I'm really seeing emerging as kind of being the big leading ones are, number one, uh, animal accents and patterns are Hmm. really, really big. Uh, and, you know, and they've been big in the past, but this fall they really seem to be uh, a big home interior decor trend. It's really, really easy to kind of inject that uh, trend into your home if you want. Uh, they have all kinds of accessories and artwork and uh, pillows and bedding, and there's just all kinds of very good and inexpensive ways that you can inject that trend if you like. So, Vern, do you notice, is it the same animal that keeps, you know, reappearing in sort of home trends? I've always noticed, you know, cheetah or leopard or zebra. Do those seem to be following back through? Yeah, you know, I mean, those are kind of like the, the great classics, but now we're seeing a lot of kind of different things, too. We're kind of seeing a lot of python pattern. Python's really big for some reason. Oh, interesting. Uh, I'm not a big snake fan, but <laughs> <laughs> apparently there are lots of people who do like the, the look of python, so that's really big. But it's also, um, you know, it's, it's also like injecting literal, like, animal figures into your home, like mm-hmm. statues of rhinoceroses or elephants or birds or, you know, all kinds of all kinds of animals across the spectrum, and it's it's one of those rules. Like the more exotic, uh, the more kind of current it is for fall. We're talking to Vern Yip. He is the host of HGTV's Feel Good Design. So deserving design, and just wrap judging on season four of HGTV's Design Star. That must be a fun show to work on. Oh, it is a total blast to to work on because every season, I mean, we we have. Uh, amazing contestants, but this season it was truly a privilege to be a judge on the show. Uh, the the level of talent this year was so much higher than it's been in seasons past, and it's always been great. But this year, uh, the designers really, really brought their A game, and of course, it was super fun being able to co-judge with Candace Olson and Genevieve Gorder because. We all have the same job. We all know how difficult it is to be a designer on television and what it takes to have your own show. So, uh, so we had a great time doing it this year. Oh, that's good. Vern, you know, you're such an influential designer, and I think so many people really trust what you recommend and, and how you encourage folks to find what it is that inspire them in their own homes. Do you see that, you know, once you sort of launch a homeowner in the direction of what it is that is driving their design look, that they make mistakes, that they're, you know, overindulging in things that they like or taking too much of your ideas and going too far? You know, where are the homeowners at right now? You know, I mean, there are mistakes that I see in, in a lot of people's homes. You know, first off, you know, your your home should never have to feel like it's just one style. A lot of people feel like they have to dedicate themselves to having everything in their house or everything in one room be completely contemporary or completely traditional. And, and the truth of the matter is, we've been seeing this in design for a while now, uh, you can really mix and match styles uh, in one home and even in one room. It really should just be a reflection of who you are. And the second thing that just uh, really drives me a little bit crazy is mm-hmm. it's absolutely okay not to have everything in a room match. You know, the days where, you know, you were buying the dining room table with the matching chairs and the china cabinet and the sideboard, uh, those days are kind of gone. Now it's really about mixing and matching things to create that unique look that's reflective of you, that's sophisticated, and uh, it also happens to also be a very environmentally friendly way to go because you can then mix things that you already have 
with some new things. Mm-hmm. You know, I imagine it takes a certain amount of courage on the part of homeowners to do that. I mean, when you buy something that matches, that you don't have to worry about it not matching <laughs> because, you know, it comes in a set. But when you're setting off to make, you know, assemble things that are not necessarily designed to go together, it does take, you know, a little bit of guts to go that way. Are you finding that homeowners are being a little more uh, creative and taking on their own design products, feeling a little more confidence to do that now because of the influence of shows like yours, shows like Leslie have done in programs like ours? Absolutely, because I think that the message has been uh, being delivered for for a while now where, you know, your show and our shows, we everybody sort of encourages you now to express yourself and to not be afraid to mix that great, you know, garage sale find with, you know, a beautiful table that you maybe inherited from your grandmother. I mean, it's really about sort of identifying some common links and then bringing elements together so that it's sort of unique to your home. So what's uh, the new project on your horizon right now, Vern? Uh, You know, I've been working on a lot of things. I just got back from L.A. not that long ago. Uh, I was shooting uh, several episodes of a new series that's premiering next year on HGTV called HGTV Challenge, where we take an HGTV super fan, somebody who's, you know, watched endless hours of the programs, and, and they now think to themselves, well, you know, I can do that. So we, we fly them out to L.A., and we give them four days, a budget of $7,500, uh, the assistance of a carpenter, and then they uh, bring on board an HGTV personality like myself to act as a sounding board. Uh, and then they're, they're challenged to transform somebody's room. Uh, so it's a, it's a really fun program mm-hmm. because... Uh, you kind of get to see all the super fans at work. <laughs> That's great. And you know that you have to be a pretty big fan to be willing to have your house be the guinea pig in the <laughs> experiment as well. <laughs> certain amount of courage there. Speaking Seriously. Of, speaking of guts. All right, well, that's terrific. Vern Yip, thanks so much for stopping by the Money Pit. Folks want to follow your career, see what you're doing next. How should they do that? Yeah, I mean, uh, always uh, go to the the website, HGTV.com, but you can also visit ILoveHGTV.com for the latest on your favorite shows and what's happening with folks on the network. And if if you go right now, you can enter to win an I Love HGTV t-shirt. Sounds good. Vern, thanks so much for stopping by the Money Pit. You're welcome. Come back anytime. Thank you. Thanks for having me. All right. Vern Yip, uh, host... Uh, on HGTV. His show is called Deserving Design, and he just wrapped judging on season four of HGTV's Design Star. Hey, Vern, great tips. Thanks so much for stopping by the Money Pit. Up next, folks, we want to help you protect yourselves against identity theft because con artists, get this, they're targeting your kids, so stay tuned. You're in a Money Pit! The Money Pit is brought to you by the new Rheem heat pump water heater. It's easy to install and more than twice as energy efficient as any standard electric water heater. The new Rheem heat pump water heater qualifies for federal tax credits. For more information, visit www.reemhpwh.com. Making good homes better. Welcome back to the Money Pit Home Improvement Radio Show. I'm Leslie Segretti. And I'm Tom Kreitler. No, you're not. So says this piece of paper. But I guess you could be if you stole my identity. 
Indubitably. And we're making a point here because identity theft is a growing crime and it's very hard to track normally. But when the criminal steals the ID of a child, you might not even realize it until decades later. Imagine applying for your first car loan and learning that you were already 40 grand in debt. That's what happened in one case. The good news is that there are some ways to prevent child ID theft and some signs that you should look for that could make you pretty suspicious. Mm -hmm. First of all, if you start getting an earnings report from the Social Security Administration for your child and he or she has never worked because, say, they're two, that is a giant red flag. Now, if anyone ever asks for your child's Social Security number, make sure you ask why. Don't just give it blindly. You know, in one case, a troop leader got this info under the ruse of needing it for medical forms and then instead stole the IDs of several of the kids in the troop. I mean, how crazy is this? Now, you can also put a freeze on your child's credit. This way, no one will be approved for credit under that Social Security number until you lift that freeze. And lastly, don't let your child carry his or her Social Security card. Lock them in your lockbox like Al Gore told us to. Lock them in your lockbox. <laughs> and then never, ever let them give out this information online or to anyone without your approval. And, you know, one more thing you can do. Uh, identity theft protection is really a good investment right now. And we are fans of the LifeLock program. So you might want to keep, uh, give these folks a call. They have an offer now where you can get 30 days free. The number is 800 800- Nine seven eight eight four four one. That's eight hundred nine seven eight eight four four one. This way, you're going to have a service sort of standing by there, twenty four seven in the background, protecting you and your kids from identity theft. Again, that number is eight hundred nine seven eight eight four four one. Leslie, who's next? Jean from Illinois is calling in with a concrete question. How can we help you today? Yeah, uh, I've got about a half inch crack on my patio. Okay. And I've tried everything you can imagine, to uh, caulk it. I've tried concrete. I've tried patch. I've tried everything in the in the store. And it separates over the winter. Mm-hmm. Yeah, well, you're, you're trying the wrong products. I don't know what you've been putting down there. Caulk is not the right product. Concrete is definitely not the right product. The only products that are going to work here are epoxy patching compounds because they adhere permanently to the old deteriorated concrete surface and they do not separate. They're not, the water can't get into these products so there's nothing to freeze and split them apart. So what you want to buy here, Gene, is an epoxy patching compound and if you can't find one at the store, there's a company called Abitron that sells them online, A-B-A-T-R-O-N. Dot com. They have a product called Abocrete. That's a liquid epoxy that's blended with sand that works very, very well here. You could mix it up kind of loose if you need a thin layer or thick if you've got to really build up uh, an area that's been deteriorated. That will fix it once. It will fix it right. You won't have to deal with it again, okay? Okay, and I can only order that online? You prob- There's probably local distributors, but I would go to the uh, Abitron website and uh, find out where there's one in the Illinois area, Okay. Okay. Thanks so much. That's what I thought. I kept asking about epoxy, and they said, no, 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 because I know how epoxy works. Mm-hmm. Yeah, next time, listen to that little bird in your head, because it's yeah. always going to be right. Yeah. Okay. Thanks so much, you guys. Gene, thanks so much for calling us at one eight 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 Money Pit. Robert in Virginia needs some help with the project. What can we do for you? Well, thank you for taking my call. I really appreciate it. My problem is that we built a new home and during the course of the construction, the hardy plank siding that was to be applied uh, came into contact with some of our famous Virginia clay soil. Oh, the red, the red stuff. The red stuff. <laughs> okay. And it seems to have stained it in a few spots. 
and we can't get it off. And okay. I don't know if I have to paint the whole daggone thing over, or what do we need to do? Well, not yet. There's actually a good product that Crud Cutter makes that's specifically designed for uh, removing stains from red clay. You can go to yeah, their on website. all types of surfaces like concrete, clothing, everything, stucco. You can go to their website at crudcutter.com, and that's spelled with K, with a K. So it's K-R-U-D-K-U-T-T-E-R. And uh, they make a lot of different cleaning products, but one of these, what they call a specialty product that they sell is the Crud Cutter Red Clay Stain Remover. And that should be uh, probably your best bet for trying to pull those stains out. Of course, you can always go the painting route, but we'd like to see if we can get it lightened up first, and that might be a good way to start. Thank you very much. That's where I'll do next. All right. Well, good luck with that project. Thanks so much for calling us at 888-MONEY-PIT, 888-666-3974. You are tuned to the Money Pit Home Improvement Radio Show on air and online at moneypit.com. So what are you tackling on your New Year's resolution home improvement to-do list? Maybe one of those things are identifying those weird black marks on your walls. Is it mold? Is it soot? Well, we're going to tell you how to tell the difference and how to get rid of it for good next. Money Pit. Money Pit. Where home solutions live. Welcome back to the Money Pit Home Improvement Radio Show on air and online at moneypit.com. I'm Tom Kreitler. And I'm Leslie Segretti. Hey, in 2010, are you thinking about doing some kitchen renovation? We've got some ideas that won't break the bank online at moneypit.com. Simply search kitchen renovations on the cheap. Mm-hmm. And while you're at moneypit.com, click on the Ask Tom and Leslie icon, and you can shoot us your question by email, and we always answer them in the show. And I've got one here from Phil in Brick, New Jersey, who writes, I have noticed on my ceiling something like black soot lines coming from the edge of the wall about two feet up along the ceiling rafters. I notice black from my vents higher in the ceiling, but they are air conditioning vents. Any clues what this might be? Yes. Uh, what you're seeing is essentially dirt. And you know it's not like you're a bad housekeeper here, <laughs> Phil. But what happens is you, know, you get soil that gets in the air, you get dirt that gets in the air, and then you have uh, a difference in temperature between where the rafters are and where the insulation is. And the edge where the, the beam is, that edge of the wall or the ceiling that's right against the beam, is a little colder. So as the convection of the heating system moves that dirty air up to the ceiling, it sticks to the rafter area, but it doesn't stick to the mm-hmm. areas aside from it. So you get this sort of black stripey effect as a result. I mean, what can you do aside from, you know, more insulation or heating issues to sort of correct this problem? Well, it's pretty common. It takes an awful long time for it to build up. So I would just clean it and move on. I don't think it's something that's going to repeat uh, very, very quickly. You may end up having to do a, a clean job every year or two uh, because it just takes a long time. It's not an area that people really think they have to clean, mm-hmm. but it is. And, and it actually helps when you do. All right. Next up, we've got David in Alaska who writes, how can I soundproof our bedroom from highway noises? It's funny. When I think of Alaska, I think of quietness. (laughs) Apparently not where uh, where Dave lives. And uh, how do you do that? Well, there's a couple of things that you can do. First of all, if you want to do a construction project, uh, there's a product out there called Green Glue, and Mm -hmm. it's essentially a soundproofing glue. And what you end up doing is putting a second layer of drywall on top of what you have now, and that creates sort of an insulating effect between the first and second wall, so to speak. And that actually will absorb some of that noise and quiet it down. 
You can also do something a little less expensively, just with maybe some heavy drapes, though, right, Leslie? Mm-hmm. And you know what? There's another thing that you can do. I did a media room for a client in Manhattan, and I did a, a, an application to the wall that was sort of like a fabric acoustical wall panel, and right. I did it with some homosote to act as the sound deadening material. Of course, there are other things that you can buy that would work the same way, and a plastic track that I then snapped fabric over. And I mean, you could do a series of panels like that. It's very tailored. It's beautiful. Their website is acousticalsurfaces.com or you can hang some beautiful drapes just for some decor. I mean, there's a lot of great options. So hopefully you'll get a good night's sleep, David. Well, if you had a fire or other emergency at your home, could the right people find your house and quickly? Maybe not. Leslie's going to give you some tips, though, to make that very simple problem go away on today's edition of Leslie's Last Word. That's right. This is pretty serious, guys. You know, residential fires, they reach an all-time high during the winter. So you don't want to make it hard for emergency crews to find your house just in case this unthinkable scenario. I mean, nobody wants to think about it, but it could happen, and it could happen to you. So here's what you need to do. You want to place large numbers on your home or on your mailbox. Now, if you have a long driveway or even an obscure entranceway, be sure that your address is in plain view from the street and and well lit. Now, some communities even offer to spray paint your house number on the curb near your home with bright reflective paint. Go to your town, find out if they do this. If they do, take advantage of it because God forbid something happens to you or your home or there's something wrong and you need to get help. You want to make sure that they can find you. Good tips. This is the Money Pit Home Improvement Radio Show on air and online at moneypit.com. Coming up next week on the program, we're going to have some tips on the huge benefits of tankless water heaters. They are definitely more energy efficient than a tanked water heater, and you can even get the government to help pay for it. We'll tell you how on the next edition of the program. Happy New Year, everybody. I'm Tom Kreitler. And I'm Leslie Segretti. Remember, you can do it yourself. But you don't have to do it alone. You live in a money pit. This is the story of the one. As head of maintenance at a concert hall, he knows the show must always go on. That's why he works behind the scenes, ensuring every light is working, the HVAC is humming, and his facility shines. With Granger's supplies and solutions for every challenge he faces, plus 24-7 customer support, his venue never misses a beat. Call quickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger, for the ones who get it done.